Hi, and welcome to the Pretty Little Liars podcast on TimeTrialMurderMystery.com. I am Benjamin Light. Marco Sparks. And today we are talking about S1E11 of Pretty Little Liars, entitled Moments Later. Moments later, after Hannah's been hit by a car. Even though this episode aired four months later. Yeah. Uh, the previous episode aired in August of, I think, 2010. This one aired at the beginning of January 2011. So the uh, cast and crew had some time off, and uh, I think they spent it well, because this episode's just like, it really is at a higher level than oh, uh, yeah. the previous ones. It's like they, they leveled up here. The well, like Some things are paying off. Some things like, are finally reached a, like a not not so much a plateau, but a, a, a point where you can really do some fun building blocks on top of them. Um, the only episode previous to this that I think was as much fun was the Homecoming one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really this, seems like they they took some time during those four months off to be like, we really want to like nail our kind of mid-season premiere. Uh, almost yeah. every scene in this episode is like, it's good and it's like pivotal and important. You know, there's not a lot of like, uh, like extra, you know, kind of flabby scenes anywhere. All killer, no filler. Mm-hmm. So, shall we begin? Shall we begin? Yeah, Hannah's been hit by a car. A drives away, like stops the car, then runs back in the direction of Camp Mona. And we can see, we don't really get much of a visual on A, but uh, A appears to be wearing a black hoodie. Um, the same as all the other Camp Mona attendees, except A's doesn't say Camp Mona on the back, but there's tons of people wearing black hoodies in the, uh, the vicinity because of the Camp Mona thing. So nice job blending in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Ashley's driving through town and she gets pulled over by Officer Barry. Of Barry. course, she's freaking out because Barry, she's... the other cop, like the good cop. <laughs> yeah, the good cop. Yeah, the good cop who quickly disappear. Who, uh, she, of course, is freaking out because, like, in a psycho moment, because she has a personal mm-hmm. cash on her front seat. But no, he's there to tell her because he's just heard over the wire that Hannah's been involved in an accident. I don't know if I would want to live in a town where the cops can just find me and pull me over. They need to tell me something. Yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, so Hannah's being loaded into her ambulance, and uh, the girls are all freaking out. And then Aria looks over at the crowd of people looking on. And who should she see but Noel Khan? Noel Khan. I have a couple things to say about Arya here. Okay. Um, there's a shot of Arya and Spencer and Emily. Spencer and Emily look pretty haggard. Like they're they're feeling you know pretty strung out. Arya looks pretty collected for herself. Yeah. Like like the other two are like look pretty messed up. Uh, Arya looks pretty okay, and then. Uh, Interesting when she sees no con, there's like some like doppelganger vibes here because we know that Hannah saw somebody and then now Arya is like now she's seen no con too, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think there's a lot of stuff at play here. There's stuff for your theory. Um, sorry, JJ, there's mm-hmm. some stuff for your theory, but then on a more like for the people who don't want to go in that direction, Spencer and Emily are clearly thinking, like, Oh my god, Hannah, oh my god, oh my god. Arya's thinking, How does this affect me? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to react to this? Oh my god. Oh, and she's, she's right to have her, uh, her armor up too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, next scene is at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Interesting detail is that Lucas is in the background of this, this scene talking to Ashley. Like, 
he he's he's never like uh, really kind of focused on by the camera. He's just you can, but you can see he's back there talking to Ashley and then walks away. Yeah, well, and, and especially since Sean is mentioned twice as mm-hmm. having come to the hospital, but you never actually see him. Mm-hmm. But Lucas is there in a variety of ways. Yeah. Oh, you know who doesn't get mentioned in this episode at all? Who's that? Alex. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tennis yeah. bro. Yeah, that's too bad. No, not well, at all. Spencer's got other things on her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you want to break it down girl by girl? I I don't know. I mean, I didn't do my notes that way. Like this episode is just so packed. I just did them chronologically. Do you have it girl by girl? I do have it girl by girl. I mean, we, we can, can try to figure some. We can we can do it your way, and I'll just uh, pipe in when needed. Okay, so uh, it, what's kind of strange because again, you have to like pick a a scene where like when one of the characters is more dominant, but yeah. Uh, We'll start with Arya. That uh, so the girls, you know, are of course trying to dissect uh, should they go to the cops or not. Mm-hmm. You know that conversation they have every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only just now, somebody's actually ended up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day, Ezra calls Arya over to his place to show her the ICU written on his car, and Arya is very plainly like, "No big deal." She's being willfully ignorant. Yeah. She's just like, what? So somebody wrote, I see you on your car. That could mean anything. Well, and Ezra points out something, too. He doesn't, the person didn't write, like, go sharks or, like, hey, wash your car. Because, first of all, Ezra, wash your fucking car, you slob. It might have been, disgusting. like, raining last night. It's he, he was driving through dirt to get to where he was. That That's what happens. Yeah. Like, like, Ezra should point that out. He's like, look, it obviously wasn't there yesterday. It's there this morning. When do you think that happened? This is a sentence that should be repeated with some inflection. Mm-hmm. Ezra was driving through some dirt to get to that booty call. Sometimes you gotta. Yeah, but uh, he's like, they didn't. They didn't say wash your fucking car. They didn't say go sharks. They wrote ICU. Aria, no big deal. Okay? NBD. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Um. So later, when all the girls are together in Hannah's room, Hannah's awake. Hannah, spoiler, Hannah. Got a broken leg and some other stuff going on. Broken but, reg, uh, leg, a uh, bruised ribs. She might need her spleen taken out, although it, I don't think that happens. So, if it, uh, possibly, if it does, a con- possibly no a concussion. Yeah. Um. So Hannah finally reveals to the girls who A is, and it's Noel Khan, because she saw Noel Khan writing in the message on the back of a car, a car that contained Arya and. Well, I love the way Anne fits. I love the way this unspools. Where first she says, "I saw Nolcon riding on a car," and Arya's like, "Oh shit!" You know? <laughs> and like it takes her like another you know second to kind of chime in and be like, "Yeah, I see you." And like, How did you know that, Arya? I was in the car. Why were you in the car, Arya? Who yeah. were you in the car with, Arya? Why were you in the car with that person, Arya? Yeah, like, well, she's like, "It was Ezra Fitz," and they're like, "Mister Fitz." Well, it's like she really, like, doles that information out piecemeal, you know? Yeah. Well, Arya's, um, what, really, like, the last of the liars to, like, her secret to come out to Yeah, them. yeah. And so, yeah, Arya doesn't like being, like, the other commoners, you know what I mean? She doesn't want to be one of the peasants. But, uh, she gets a level of questioning from the girls that eventually, like, Arya's tone is basically just like, look, I'm not a slut, okay? Well, uh... Spencer and we, I, I've got some stuff to talk about Spencer later, but yeah, she's she incredulous. Gives, she has like the most phenomenal bitch face when Arya says, "Don't look at me like that." She's just like, 
ah, and like looks away. <laughs> Sarah's fantastic in this episode. Mm. She has very little to do, but mm. she's fantastic. Um, so now the girls are well. So, <laughs> so we see we see now what it takes to get Arya to show some cards. You know. Yeah, yeah. Her doppelganger needs to be put in the hospital. Yeah, exactly. And even then, she wasn't going to say anything if uh, Hannah hadn't seen, you know. And Hannah's very uh, respectful to other people's secrets. Well, Hannah Hannah doesn't say it. Like, all she says is, like, I saw Noel Khan ride on a car and then, like, looks at Arya and is like, yeah, I'm not going to say anything, but... uh." (laughs) Yeah, she does that kind of where she, like, bows her head down, like, uh, I'm not revealing this, but you you damn well should because I'm in a hospital, bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's a great moment with Spencer and Toby there, but blah, blah, blah. The girls are now onto the Noel Khan scent. Um, so who should come to visit Hannah at the hospital but Noel Khan? Noel Khan. And, uh, Arya takes him out to the hallway and, and tries to grill him. And Noel Khan, who clearly knows more than what's going on, is very cool about all this. Well, he does say, hey, like later on, we need to talk. And Ari says, I know. But yeah, the way she says it, the way she says it is, is amazing. I know. Yeah. She's like, I know. Yeah, it's like, I know you saw me making out with some other guy when we're theoretically dating. We'll, uh, we'll get to that later. We're well, both he's like, busy lying to each other right now. Yeah. He's like, you call me. Mm-hmm. So then Arya comes back into the room and her, her mood is completely changed <laughs> to where point she's like, he lied to me. She's like, he, he lied to me. Like, I, I I am Arya Montgomery. How dare you? you know? Exactly. How exactly. dare anyone lie to me? <laughs> Can't believe he did that, even though I just lied to his face. So, anyways, if you could see my notes, the sentence written out is, uh, the next day, Arya playing the keyboard at school and Noel comes to talk to her. Oh my God, her outfit. <laughs> She's playing the sad piano at school because that's what you do when you're Arya. She, let's see, I, I wrote down a description here. Leopard print sweater over a magenta top. She's got like some black, like Daisy Duke kind of like those those short shorts on, yeah, with belt, and then thigh high fishnet stockings, with the uh the kind of you know those little, like connectors to the garter belt or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And hooker boots. And hooker boots, of course, because she's already. Um, this is her outfit. That is a hell school. of an outfit. I don't. This think, is Monday at school. I'm pretty sure that like if you just went to school looking like that, like you'd get called in the principal's office. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like she's yeah she's somewhere in between like delusions of Arya and just full on hooker out here. Yeah, lady of the evening. Yeah, yeah. Or how she put it, uh, like lady, lady child, child of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So again, at the start of this scene with her as they're confronting each other, like Noel's very cool about what he knows. Hmm. Um. And then. She kinda, I did like her. She kind of calls him out for gaslighting her. She's like, I didn't, I wasn't sure before, but I'm sure now, now like you were there. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, means he knows about fits. So yeah. So he, he, he walks her through his experience of, you know, I, I was like, I'm out of a movie. I was going to play a prank. I'm a, I'm the jock, bunch of girls. Yeah. He says he was there to play a prank. Yeah, I'm going to jump out of the woods and scare all of you. I followed you to a car. And so Arya, I love the way that the dialogue here. She's like, you wrote on the window. And he's like, I should have thrown a rock through that window. Well, and where Nolcon's coming through this, he says, you can take this guy down for what he made you do. Yeah. And Arya's like, she's been victimized. excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I am the victimizer here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
he says it explains why she's been so squirrely around Mr. <laughs> Fitz. Which, thank you, Noel Khan, for not being completely oblivious to yeah. how goddamn suspicious she's been for a while. Um, and then in, in Arya's, her wonderful logic, she says, Noel Khan, you can't say anything. And she says, if you care about me, don't say anything. And so she's like, I need you to swear on your feelings for me that you're not going to tell that I'm into somebody else. Because there's nothing more important. <laughs> oh, Arya is terrible and I love her. God, I know. I love her. Um, so later she goes to talk to Ezra in his classroom and you get the impression that she's, she's going to tell him like, we have something to be worried about. And I think she's starting to like, she's trying to swallow how to say she was wrong mm-hmm. for saying it was no big deal. But Ezra starts off by apologizing because he feels like now he was overreacting. And Arya's like, oh, I like well, see, this. I had an interesting reading of this scene, and I, you know, it could be completely wrong. But um, I, I realize that it's it's kind of fun to watch all the Arya-Ezra scenes if you're under the assumption that Ezra knows everything that's been going on. And that like it's like a weird game where he's testing her. Because he like he he starts the scene out like being like even more willfully ignorant than she was earlier, being like, yeah, you know, you're right, and like waiting for her to then disagree with him, you know. I mean, I don't know if that's actually the case, but I think I'm gonna watch all their scenes that way from now on. Where like just pretend that Ezra knows everything that's happening. I don't think Ezra knows everything that's happening. I don't think he does either, but it's fun to watch. I'm just saying. I, I can I can for, imagine for a, a viewing experiment, it's kind of fun to imagine that he knows everything and then just. To kind of like pay attention to the way he asks questions and like you know how he approaches Arya. I think the reality is that Ezra is getting dumber as the season <laughs> progresses because he he basically apologizes her for being so cautious and careful as he should be because what he's doing is wrong. Um, and he says that that level of him being so careful and concerned about everything has made her unhappy. To which <laughs> Arya has a fantastic line of. You totally mess me up, and I feel miserable sometimes. But you don't make me unhappy. <laughs> Arya just needs some reassuring that Ezra's still retarded for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she so, gets it. Yeah, he tells her some sappy shit about their beautiful, perfect love. And then I love the editing here, where Arya kind of snaps to it. She's in like the hallway. And you get mm. the impression that she kind of imagined the end of that scene. Yeah, it could be. She could be zoning out there, going yeah. into a new dissociative state. Yeah. yeah, then it like it suddenly cuts from her talking about how like she wouldn't she could go back and like not meet Ezra. She wouldn't, you know, because there's this uh, OTP. Um, yeah, yeah. And then it kind of like cuts to her with the same expression on her face. But only now she's in the hallway talking to uh, Emily and Emily's like, so you told him, right? And she's like, no, couldn't do that. Not, you know, I don't know how to approach Ezra. <laughs> and Emily's like, he's Mr. Fitz to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but it's funny, is, is Emily's, you know, fairly supportive because she's got some stuff going on and she knows what, uh, not that they're in the same boat, but she knows how hard alternative relationships can be. Mm-hmm. You bring them to the community. But it's kind of funny that, that Arya kind of, she warms up to one-on-ones with the girls by talking to Emily. Then she takes it straight to the, like, like Omega level Spencer, heart to heart. Yeah. Well, Emily is the nicest one and, I think you could probably say that Spencer's the meanest one. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, like, she's basically talking to the same person there. Mm-hmm. But she needs the nice sugar-coated supportive version before she gets to, like, the real full-on Spencer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, then then there's Hannah. Um, as we said, she's mostly fine, broken leg, 
gonna possibly lose her spleen. She knows who A is. That's why A tried to kill her. Um, are we done with Arya? Up. Yeah, I think we're done. Arya. Oh no, 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 there's there's one more bit. We we got to talk about the scene where she's talking to Spencer. Okay, I, I think I had to say that for the Spencer stuff, but go for it. Oh, you want to say that for Spencer? Yeah, yeah, just because it's kind of the end. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, I just like Arya in that scene. It is it is funny to see how how she acts with Spencer about it and like. Just you know, Spencer's having some fun, and but like Arya wants it taken seriously, you know. Well, Spencer, uh, to me, that those scenes are all about Spencer's reaction. <laughs> I mean, as much as I love Arya, like Spencer, like just dominates. But uh, yeah, so the morning after the accident, Hannah wakes up in the hospital room, and her mom is there, and and Ashley just you know, as a mom says, when they find the maniac who did this to you, I will kill him. Yes, yes, indeed, I. I liked that, and it like, it's like there's always a little bit of an edge with these characters, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're just you're wondering like, when is that she gonna drop? Because exactly. you know, like we we've established now that Ashley's willing to steal money from a bank from an old lady for you know her well, daughter and her sake. She'll fuck her way out of her daughter's problems. Yeah, yeah. Like Ashley, like you do not want to push her, you know. Yeah, yeah. she. When all is said is done at the show, Ashley's going to end up in prison and the show's going to end in tears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then the next day, the, the girls all come to visit and Ashley's there. So there's some very awkward talk because they can't, you know, be themselves while Ashley's there. And then Hannah basically completely unsightly just dismisses her mom. Yes. Like, hey, you're probably tired, right? Why don't you leave? Yeah, there's the door. Um, also, sidebar, Hannah's hospital room is fucking huge. Is it? For a hospital room, that is massive. Like that is like three hospital rooms combined. Well, when you steal money from an old lady, you got some extra cash to throw. Around. Yeah, she's got some some VIP hospital room. But yeah, so, I did yeah. like the look that Ashley gives. She kind of glances at all three of the girls as she's being dismissed. She's well, kind of like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, then even more suspiciously, like a second she's gone, Arya shuts the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Ashley cannot be that far down the hallway. <laughs> Are you shutting the door? Ashley's like, I could worry about this, or I could go drink some wine. Yeah. Hmm. Well, she clearly didn't get her wine intake, her, mm. her, her volume intake of wine from the night before. So yeah, Hannah's informed the girls that she believes Noel Khan is a. Um, the situation of uh, or the revelation of Ari and Mister Fitz comes about, and so even though Hannah's the one who knows the secret, Hannah's only real contribution to the girls grilling Arya is. So you don't have a boyfriend in Iceland? <laughs> uh, and then she realizes that she has she indeed tried to set up Arya with who they now think is A. Yeah, she's like, why did you have me set you up with someone else? Mm-hmm. Um, so Hannah's on a lot of painkillers. You know, she's been through a traumatic event. She has a nightmare at one point. Oh, we, sh- but, we should yeah. mention that uh, Nolcon. He didn't. He never got to see Hannah because Arya like stepped outside with him. But he brought like this like basket, which I mean, where does Nolcon get something like that? Did he just, like get it from the gift shop? It's like some basket full of like bullshit and like teddy bears. But so the teddy bear from Nolcon is like sitting on the bed, like staring yeah. at Hannah, and it does make you wonder like does that that thing have a camera in it? Like we yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty omniscient, so you never know. You know, you can't help but think like, is there a bug there? And the camera like knows it. It knows mm-hmm. what you're thinking. And so Hannah's staring at it, and finally, like, she gets, like, creeped out by it too much, and she, like, turns it around to face the other way. And then the door opens, 
and somebody holds up a bra through the crack of the door. Oh, it's like Ona. a white French bra. Yeah. 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 This is her white flag slash peace symbol. I don't know if you noticed, but she brought Hannah a Camp Mona swag bag. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was that was also part of the peace offering. Uh, Mona's wonderful. Yeah, Mona's Did, first reaction is that cast won't keep you from wearing hills hills, will it? This whole scene's actually like wonderful and possibly pivotal. Um Yes. Mona offers to do Hannah's like they kind of you know apologize and make up and because uh, Mona is sad because this wouldn't have happened if she had an uninvited Hannah and she, she says almost I guilty. almost feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. 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 They decide to be friends again. At one point, it's almost like Mona's going to leave and she stops and she looks at Hannah and Hannah's like what? And Mona says you look sort of vague. <laughs> and then offers to do Hannah's makeup because that's why she looks vague. Yeah. Um, so interesting scene where Mona is, she's, you know, doing Hannah's makeup, like painting on her face. And she tells Mona kind of like, we, we learned something about Mona here. She tells us a little bit of her own story about like when she first kind of knew she wanted to be friends with Hannah it was back when Hannah was fat and like jumping on a trampoline, I guess at like at school or something. Somewhere, um, yeah. yeah. She like did a backflip and then threw up on the trampoline. <laughs> And what what impressed Mona so much is that Hannah got off the trampoline, wiped her mouth, and then bowed. And she says, I was in awe. It was like this incredible life lesson. That's when I knew I wanted to be your friend. What, and and Hannah says, what, the fact that I threw up? And Mona's like, no, but that bow. Mm-hmm. Um, the two bits of dialogue that I have written down from that, beyond that story, is... Mona says, I promise to never listen to another rumor unless it's one I've started myself. <laughs> and then as she's doing the makeup, she informs Hannah that uh, it's concealer, the true miracle drug. Yeah. Mona became a more interesting person in this episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just that that little story about the two of them is wonderful. Um, so later, it's, it's after hours. Um, in the darkened hospital and it's scary because this hospital mm-hmm. is scary after dark and somebody sneaks into her into hannah's room and it's lucas i just have written down oh lucas you creep well so i wrote down well basically he seems very creepy and then the music changes and you realize that he's harmless yes and no i mean he he basically what happens is he like he kisses her on her forehead and then leaves and hannah's like was kind of sort of awake like huh what happened you know mm-hmm. um more uh, this scene is just like uncomfortable to me. I mean, there are certain situations where you know you can you can steal a kiss. I I would not say that this is one of them. Uh, it's almost creepier that he kisses her forehead than he kisses. Yeah, her yeah. Um, it's such a weird gesture. And, like she's but, in yeah. the hospital and all zonked out. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. The fact, yeah, that she's out of it too. Um. So the next day, Hannah's talking with Ashley, and she says, "Ashley, you know, we don't need the private room. We can, I can go with the poor people in another room, mm-hmm. save a few bucks." And Ashley lies and says that she worked out something with the bank, kind she of says, a professional courtesy. The bank and I have reached an accommodation, sort of a professional courtesy. Yeah, <laughs> and Hannah, because she's dumb, is like, "Oh, that sounds legit." Yeah, that's that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Perfect sense. Um, then. Hannah's still drugged, and she has kind of a dream sequence thing, which is, this scene is tremendous. Yeah, this scene is uh, just excellent. 
this is like this is like the show is like it was here and now it is up here yeah I just, all I wrote down on my notes is this whole alley scene um, because I don't know. Do you just want to like read the dialogue from it? I mean, uh, I've got like bits of lines here and there, but yeah. So she, Hannah, you know, she's basically well, I've got the whole scene and, in front of me here. If you want me to just like read the dialogue. Well, so we just set up. Hannah kind of wakes up, you know, disoriented in her room, and she sees like a candy striper, and mm-hmm. that candy striper is Allison De Laurentiis. Yes, Allison in the candy striper outfit, and I don't know. Do you just want to like read this because like. There's so much here that I feel like like any of this could be pivotal later. Yeah, you know? yeah, might as well. Yeah. All right. Do you want to read half of it or? Um. Well, I'll let you start. Go for it. Uh, all right. I'll just read both parts. Allison no. says, "Did you miss me?" <laughs> and Hannah says, "Allie, they said you were dead." And Allison says, "Yeah, I heard that too. But here I am." Hannah says, "What happened to you?" And Allison says, "And I like this line. It's complicated, Hannah. Really complicated. Worse than algebra." <laughs> And Hannah asks, what happened to you at the, what happened when you left at the barn? We all want to know. And this is another like line where it's like, you know, just pregnant with meaning. She says, Allison says, you already do. The four of you combined, you remember more about that night than you think you do. And it, there are like some flash, you know, cuts during this to like scenes of them at the barn and whatnot. Really interesting editing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hannah says, where'd you go to meet a boy? Noel. And Allison says, Noel, please. <laughs> Hannah says, please, just tell me the truth. And Allison says, it won't make any difference, darling. Hannah says, how can you say that? And Allison says, because I know. You think the truth is some big, shiny disco ball of purity? Then go ahead and try it. Be honest and see where it, what it gets you. Telling the truth to the wrong person at the wrong time is how I ended up where I am. Take it from me, you're always better off with a really good lie. Which, that to me is like the kind of like motto of the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always better off with a really good lie. Well, there's a... Spoilers, line will come up some point in the season, but you should never trust a pretty girl with a dirty secret <laughs> or an ugly secret. Um, yeah. I think that it was during this scene that I really got the impression, unlike a show like Veronica Mars, mm-hmm. where you knew there was a secret to uh, Lily, what's her name? Um, um, whatever. Eccles. Yeah, Lily right. Eccles. Is that, uh, you knew there was going to be something dark there, but like, you get the impression of Allison De Laurenta is like, this is going to be really fun. <laughs> like, whatever happened there is going to be murky. Yeah, and so Allison, she looks at her pocket watch, which she has on her candy striper uniform, and says, gotta go. And Hannah says, where? And Allison says, I was so scared you were going to die. That's why I came back. I didn't care how dangerous it was. I had to see you. You know, I should really do something about A. That bitch is get- genuinely getting on my nerves. That's... And she walks out. This is like such a just a weird, bizarre, like awesome scene. Like before it ends, Hannah looks over at the cup on the little table by her thing, and mm-hmm. it has lipstick on it. Mm-hmm. Allison's lipstick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is it all a dream or no? Yeah, I mean, it, it really. You could argue it either way. Like it seemed pretty real to me. Yeah, um, and the the stuff she says, you know, like I had to c- come back. Didn't care how dangerous it was. It's like, well, is she alive then? You know, like yeah. Is she in hiding? Well, and and so the way that they edit this too, for a moment, it kind of looks like she's about to like walk into a wall and just kind of disappear, and then it cuts back to Hannah, and then it cuts back to Allison, and she's walking out the door down the hallway, looking around, like she's mm-hmm. not fading away. Yeah, she's leaving like a real person would leave. Yeah, you know, it's 
Oof, it's good. Good stuff. Um, Tell, telling the truth to the wrong person at the wrong time is how I ended up where I am. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. Could be in the run, could be hiding, could be in a grave, could be a ghost. Um, yeah, so then we find out that uh, Lucas, weird, boring Lucas, has been skipping school to bring Hannah puddings. Um, and he's like, he's acting like way too friendly at this point. And like, yeah. he's like too much like taking care of her kind of vibe. Yeah, and, and Hannah kills him when she says, you're a good friend, Lucas. And that starts that conversation. Well, it's interesting that Hannah is willing to steer into this conversation. Yeah, she's uh, willing to friends on his ass. Pretty emotionally immature, though, because she she's like, I like you way too much to lie to you. Like, he's like, why can't you just, why can't we just pretend and I'll go back to, like, secretly lusting after you and masturbating, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, she she pretty much confronts it head on and he's pissed about it, but it's like, sorry, bro. Like, she does have a boyfriend. You know? Well, she's like, and I have a boyfriend. Yeah. And he's like, well, I think you deserve a better boyfriend. Well, that's not your decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even if it was, it wouldn't be you, Lucas. Well, Lucas, that's just not, that's not how it works, you know? <laughs> if you want to escape the friend zone, that is not the way. Yeah. Um, so he kind of storms off. Oh, I just noticed in my notes, I forgot to bring something up with Arya back when she's talking to Emily um, after the Ezra scene. Mm-hmm. Or she's talking about like how she has to be careful with Noel because you know she pushes him too far. The jig is up, mm-hmm. um, and she says there isn't a me and Noel. There never really was. And Emily says, "Does he know that?" And Ari <laughs> says, "I think so." Like, and Emily's just like this bitch. If you ever cared about me, you'll keep the secret. Yeah. And Noel's like, "Wait a minute. I mean, let me just do the math on that." Uh, All right, so back to Hannah. She she has that uncomfortable conversation with uh, Lucas because she noticed that he kissed her, and he he's like leaving. He's just like gonna storm off, and she's like, "Well, you don't have to do that." And he's just like, "Yeah, I do because if I stay, it'll means I'm okay with this, and I'm not." And it's like eh, the Lucas character. He just like he creeps me out. I really I don't like him. Yeah, he's he's way he's, too uncomfortably like like immature and teenage-ish you know well yeah he's, it's that and then and then when he's not that i mean because you could almost say that when he's just that he's harmless mm-hmm. but all of this this like friend zone crap like has made him creepy well and plus we i, I think we're assuming that he trashed that uh, memorial mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago so like he definitely has like a kind of a darker side to him you're safe you know even though i think we've pretty much accepted and the characters have assumed well yes off and on that a is a woman Mm -hmm. like all the men are pretty creepy in the show especially the high school boys yeah um it's it's the high school boys and the father figures or the father figure replacements are Mm -hmm. all generally creepy um so yeah we'll switch gears over to emily um Switch gears because Emily's no longer driving the stick. Um, bum, bum, bum. Emily and her family are having dinner at the start of the where they started their scenes together, and her family is terrible. I sh- I just want to mention how the my favorite recapper of Pretty Little Liars is on television without pity. His name's Jason Clifton. He he started doing the rec- Clifton. Sorry, he started doing the recaps with episode eleven. This episode uh, before it, it was some other guy who just did not get the show at all. Um, 
And he perfectly sums up the family where <laughs> it's like he's talking about how like Emily wants to answer her phone at the dinner table and the mom says no. And he says the dad throws some patriarchy on it. <laughs> it's just like exactly what it feels like. Like their yeah. family's so traditional. Um, I actually like the dad. I know like some people don't. I I have a whole theory about the dad we'll get to later, but like at least oh, the dad gonna, is gonna, the dad is straightforward. Oh, okay, interesting. Well, he. I'll say this about the dad. He he may be firmly like coming from like the patriarchy, but at least he's like very direct about it, mm-hmm. rather than the mom who's like she's like kind of like weaselly and like doesn't never totally says what she means, you know, and like like kind of plays with people's emotions. Like I don't like the mom at all. No, I can't stand Emily's mom at all. I cannot mm-hmm. stand her, Mrs. Fields, um, to the point where she says, "You know, everyone in this town feels a lot safer if Toby Cavanaugh locked up." Which sums her up entirely. What did, mm-hmm. I mean, the very first episode of the show, what do people think of her? That's yeah. her big thing. What are people in this town going to think of her? The dad is, in a lot of ways, just as clueless as Emily's mom. Well, but this he dad is like attempts just, to understand his daughter. He's just back from Afghanistan, too. So all this just must seem like the most petty bullshit to him. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, as he'll point out in this episode, yeah. Um, do we ever get Emily's mom's name? I know we have at some point. I don't think we've had it yet. I know the dad's name is Wayne. I'm not sure what the mom's name is. Dad would be named Wayne. But yeah, yeah I mean, like, we're we're on a first name basis of, like, Ella and Ashley and Veronica. But I don't mm-hmm. know what the hell Emily's mom's name is. She's just Mrs. Her. Fields. Yeah, yeah, Mrs. Fields. That bitch. Um, yeah, I just, all my notes, like, all the scenes, it just ends up, like, Emily's parents are just the most clueless, annoying people ever. Um. So, yeah, third the episode, Emily's trying to call to see if Toby can have visitors because she really wants to explain to him that she's not the one who turned him into the cops. Um, and then she runs into the Jenna thing. Jenna thing. And uh, Jenna tells Emily that Toby doesn't want to see her. And even if he did, Jenna wouldn't let her see him. And Emily says, uh, oh, Jenna says, like, I'm not going to let you come between us again. Because, like, she's basically blaming Emily for all the bad things that have happened to Toby. Kind and of it, kind of accurate. Somewhat accurate. And Emily says, somebody should have came between you and Toby a long time ago. Like a social worker with a bucket of ice water. <laughs> and Jenna has this great, like, kind of, like, watch off, walk off bitchy line. She says, I can't imagine why anyone, everyone thinks you're the sweet one. Oh, good line. Which, Which is funny because they kind of, like... I, I always kind of like those like meta, you know, kind of like mythology building statements where it's like, yes, Emily is, she would be the sweet one of the group, you know? Well, it's just kind of funny is that Emma's, or uh, Emma, uh, Jenna is prescribing like more, uh, uh, toughness to Emily here than she's exhibited the entire show so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, so later on. Oh, we missed, her- we missed a scene. There's a, a scene where it's just, uh, Mrs. Fields and, and Wayne Fields. Like lying right. on the couch having a conversation, uh, where Mrs. Fields is awful in this scene too. She's so like, just like the dutiful housewife. Like, the dad's just sitting there, probably like working on an erection, and the wife's like, "Oh, I need a vacuum or like clean or something." And he's just like, "No, you don't. Like, chill the fuck out. The house is spotless, you know." Yeah. And she's like, "The mom is being all vague. Like, we know that she knows that uh, Emily is like, you know, she got those pictures of Emily making out with Maya. Right. So like, the mom kind of knows what's up, but she's." being all passive-aggressive, and it's like, oh, I just think Emily's confused right now. And the dad's like, confused about what? Like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah. Like, he- well, we do get a little bit of uh, a stab at understanding Emily's mom in this episode. Not enough, because she's still mm-hmm. a terrible person. She's probably run out of town. But uh, 
Yeah, so like, later on, like Emily's, because she's listening uh, off of the dad. Not, that scene not, you're talking about not, with not, like not done with that yet. Yeah, stuff that that Emily's or dad could go fix mm-hmm. in the house. Well, and, and she's uh, like the honeydew list. The mom mentions the like, oh, it's so hard without you. You know, it's been so many years, and the dad's just like, yeah, you're doing fine. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, if you think there's there's something Emily's not telling you, just go talk to her and ask her. She'll tell you. Okay. Yeah, and then he goes and, and puts that theory to test. Um, yeah, yeah. So Emily's like sitting on her bed talking to Maya, and she says, "Well, I don't know, Maya. With Hannah in the hospital, everything's on hold, and mm-hmm. of course I miss you too." Which the dad overhears. I always like that the significant others like they never take precedent other over uh, like the main drama. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he goes in and he. And and kind of echoing Noel Khan a little bit. He's asking questions. Like he knows that she's been trying to visit Toby. Um, she he's trying to. He can only view Emily from the standpoint that she's obviously been victimized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What has this Toby boy done? What has to he you? done to I'll you? Go, I'll go oh. talk to him myself. Um, he just can't fathom what's going on with Emily. He is correct that Emily is obviously afraid of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Well, he says, uh, says, you tell me who's giving you a hard time and I will take care of it. Yeah. Um, which is funny because he's like full on, like, I'm the man, I'm the father, you know, like, I will handle this for you. And it's like his, his powers are totally useless here, you know? Yeah. She says that the thing I'm afraid of is you and mom. And, and he can't understand that. Um, and she tells him that, you know, she's, she's afraid that she's not the girl they think he is. And there's an interesting metaphor where he talks about, like, he knows exactly who she is. She's the girl who's, you know, in the picture in his wallet. And, and then she's she like, says, I'm eight well, years I'm, old. Yeah. I'm eight years old in that thing. And he's like, well, it's still you. I just need a new picture. And they're kind of both talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Emily is not a different person. She's just a person with other facets that he's not aware of yet. And she. And then she comes out. Yeah, she comes out. She. And so I have written down that. She tells her dad that she's gay, and her dad's face is both half shock and half you too. Yeah. Well, so this is my theory. I think the dad is gay. Yeah. And he's really upset that he's she's been upstaged by his daughter coming out. <laughs> I don't think it's that. Because later on, the the next scene is like this. This scene is just like just uncomfortable, and it's like kind of like authenticity. You know, I mean. Yeah. I, I've I've never lived through one of these conversations myself. Me and my sisters are both straight, but like I've certainly like been around uh, listening to like uncomfortable conversations between like my sisters and my parents, you know, about just you know whatever their life choices and like it uh, just the way her mom acts. It's like it just rings so true, you know. The parents are basically talking about like they're just like conservative and yeah. Uh, well, and the mom comes from, this isn't something she came up with on her own. It's that girl from yeah. California. It's all that girl. It's all that Maya chick. Um, and, and to make it even worse, Emily's like sitting on the stairs listening to all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Emily's mom is, she's flat out just like this homosexuality is wrong. And they talk about maybe she's just experimenting. Well, and I really Emily's feel mom, like, uh, like her dad, Wayne here is, he's really like as, as much as possible trying to, uh, stay on Emily's side without, yeah. like, it's like he keeps on saying, well, I'm not happy about this either. It's like, I don't believe you, actually. Like, you say that you think this is wrong, but, like, all of your defenses, like, disagree with that a little bit. I feel like he's just trying to, like, 
not piss Emily's mom off even more, you know? Well, and Emily's mom thinks that Emily's just basically ruining her life with all this gay shit. And, mm-hmm. and, and just really like Emily's mom is very much like, this is not Emily. She's being corrupted and this is all evil. Mm-hmm. And the dad, you know, he's not, in some cases, he's not necessarily disagreeing, but like you said, he's not, he, whatever he's really saying or really thinking, he's just trying not to set her off. And she talks about, this is the first time that Emily's mom kind of talks about the fact that, um, one that she knows that somebody, Mailed well, she's, the pictures. The mom is that. ironically right that the person Emily's afraid of is not her parents; it's someone else. You yeah, know? yeah. But um, she kind of drops at one point that you know it's hard because obviously what the dad is often facing in Afghanistan is some serious shit. But it's hard for her to be the parent having to manage the family while he's gone, and so he's now kind of come in and, like you said, drop the patriarchy on her, and she's just like, "Excuse me, I've." I've been the sole like parental unit here. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just come in and fix these things that I've been you know struggling with. Uh, and the dad is like, it's like you know, like been in the shit, like you know, watching people like randomly die in horrible ways. Emily's healthy. Uh, she's alive. young. She's alive. Like accounts. Do, yeah, it could be a lot <laughs> worse. <good>. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like later on, he's Emily, like, yeah, I agree. Maya's horrible, but you know. Yeah, everyone agrees with Maya's horrible. So like later on, Emily's talking to Arya, and uh, and Arya's like, things are gonna be fine. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily, Emily, not too much of a downer, even though she's just like had to listen to her parents have this conversation. But she says, I don't know what it's gonna be, but it's gonna be different. Arya is endlessly optimistic about her own bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and now I think we've cleared all the precursors out of the way. It's, cleared the deck for Spencer. Yes. At the start of this episode, Spencer is goddamn positive it's Toby. <laughs> <laughs> she would swear on a stack of Bibles. Mm-hmm. She is so sure it's Toby. She's like, Toby hit, Toby's must have been the one who hit Hannah with the car. Um, I do want to point out in this, this first scene, like... I, I think this might be the first appearance we've seen of uh, the crazy Spencer eyes. Like yes. something about I don't know if it's the makeup or if like in the the off season like Troy and Belsario like worked on her like crazy eyes. But uh, <laughs> she's she it's like she's starting to come apart a little bit. You know, her friend just got hit by a car. It's late. Uh, inside inside baseball for a moment here for the mm-hmm. listeners of the podcast i mean like obviously where the show is now at the recording of this podcast we're about to start the second half of season four and so obviously we know these characters very well and we're we're talking about these episodes as if we haven't seen the three and a half seasons that follow the three seasons that follow trying to yeah yeah trying to but at the same time it's like we've been waiting throughout <laughs> three watching this for spencer to become spencer like you know batman has begun and well, now, this episode we're is a deck for the Dark Knight here. I think this episode is a big uh, step in Spencer becoming Spencer. Uh, exactly. The whole Alex thing to me was just like this weird diversion from that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like you pointed, there was a weird, uh, otherworldly, like uh, adultness to Spencer mm-hmm. that she hadn't quite earned at that point. But uh, so let me give you my my theory on like Spencer and her like journey in this episode, and then we can like talk about it as we go. Okay. Um, I think this whole episode is about like spencer she's very smart but like with boys especially she like doesn't really understand things and so i think a lot of her journey is about kind of like like her sister has all this kind of like sexual power that she doesn't understand and she wants you know yeah and spencer's trying to like figure that out yeah um 
it's there's an interesting dichotomy back and forth with the Spencer's reactions to things. Some things happen, and Spencer reacts with her mouth. She mm-hmm. keeps talking. She's very dismissive. She has questions. Then there's a couple instances, especially with one character in particular, where Spencer has no words. <laughs> She's just staring. Yeah, like it, it's it's blatant, and the fact that other characters don't pick up on it is tremendous to me. Um, I think tremendous is my new amazing, but uh. So that that night, so after at, yeah, at the hospital, Ashley's like, "Well, it couldn't have been Tony. He was already Toby. He was already arrested." And Spencer's just like unconvinced. She's still got the crazy eyes. Yeah, yeah. She's she's ready to stake Toby in the chest. Mm-hmm. Um. She heads home. Yes. And there's Melissa. Ready well, she, to come. She her. heads home. She's all freaked out, and Melissa's there, and it's like, "Oh, is she gonna be okay?" And and Spencer just starts crying. It's a nice scene, you know. Yeah. Um. And then Melissa's hugging her and asking her questions. Not she like her 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 voice says like I'm concerned and I'm here for you. Her face says I'm mildly curious and not yeah. at all feeling. You know, like yeah. it's it's really interesting the expression on uh, Melissa's face. Yeah, there's there, I mean there's there's facets to Melissa's reaction. Like 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 uh, it's, I, know, it really seems like there that like would have just been so run-of-the-mill ho-hum in another actress's hands yeah. i think yeah i mean it really seems like melissa's mostly just wants information and she's yeah. just being nice to spencer to get it yeah but yeah. melissa's not alone yeah who should walk in and saying how is she but ian that With fucking ian. shirt yeah unbuttoned like open shirt um and he like he's not asking about spencer he's asking about hannah he clarifies yeah yeah and it's like, oh, he's such a creep. Like, he's like, he's basically like, kind of like, you know, now rubbing it in Spencer's face. Like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm sleeping with your sister again. And then he's, and then because he's also like her, like, uh, coach in, uh, like field hockey, he says, oh, yeah, practice is canceled tomorrow, which is such a creepy, like, mixing of like his, like, professional and personal lives, which you know? Is, well, see, again, the men, the men on this show. Because there's Wilden who did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but so Ian could have buttoned his shirt. Yeah. There's no he, reason his shirt had to remain unbuttoned. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Lucas, you know, he's kind of relying on this certain kind of male characteristic with Hannah. Um, there's no Khan who can only view Arya through the the realm of her being victimized. The same with Emily's dad. Like these girls really are like. Just they're like they're trapped with how the men see them, and then that mm. the, the hold them in that prism. Cannot possibly fathom them being anything other than than these. Yeah. Sweet well, Ian, girls. he's such a creep, but I I love what like I don't like his character like as a person, but I love his character as just the idea that he just he's completely invaded Spencer's like personal and domestic space, mm-hmm. and he kind of like refuses to exist in either one way or another it's like he's going to be both her coach and like the guy she made out with and like her sister's boyfriend you know and he's going to keep advancing yeah and he's and he's just going to like thoroughly insert himself into her life like it's it's like oppressive like and spencer like is completely uncomfortable with it if this motherfucker had a mustache he'd be twirling like crazy yeah Mm -hmm. he's he's so sinister um and like unblinking sinister, he just stares at her. Mm-hmm. And then but, so he pieces out, and Spencer's just like whore, you know, <laughs> in so many words. And then this is what what I was talking about earlier, though. That Melissa, she says, it's not like we're strangers. 
we have a lot to talk about. And it's like, this is a, just like a part of like the human experience that Spencer just doesn't understand. Um, well, cause she's at first, the first thing Spencer asks is like, he spent the night or he slept over. Mm-hmm. And, and then Melissa's like, well, it's not like we're strange. We dated for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they clarified in the previously on package at the start of this thing that, uh, Melissa didn't dump Ian. Ian dumped her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Melissa never knew that Spencer made out with him. No, she didn't. Um, but yeah, this is just, it's Spencer, like, just not knowing, like, this is like an area she hasn't conquered yet and she doesn't really understand it, you know? But because Melissa is older and she has a certain kind of baggage in Melissa, her questioning of it is much more gentle and fragile. Like, mm-hmm. he, he spent the night? I, I don't get it. But then when it comes to Aria, you know, <laughs> she's like, you and Mr. Fitz? Hold the fucking phone, you slut. You yeah. know? I mean, she is incredible. So why do you think Spencer was so bitchy about that? Because I think Spencer has a thing for Fitz. That's part of it, anyway. I think part of it is that she she was. I think there's some jealousy. Yeah. Not only that. Uh, well, she, that Arya, she sums it up later on. That there's jealousy. Well, I think it's not only that Arya has a thing going with Fitz in particular, but just the idea of Arya having a thing in general. You know, like, like something so adult. Something very adult, like. It's this is this is an area that Spencer is keenly interested in, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and we'll get to it, but Spencer has the line of the episode. Yeah. Um, but not the line of the episode is when they're talking about. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the context of this episode or this, this line now. But they're talking about Allison and Ian at one point, I think. And uh, oh, and, and about the, 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 tree. the tree, the tree did with she, the. Uh, did she the, just write the Allison and Ian just for fun or whatever, just to see what it looked like? And Spencer says, Allie might have done some psycho things, but she would have never have done anything tacky. Yeah. <laughs> and and then this scene where they're talking about the tree and what it means and like, well, there's the Noel, but then this Ian thing. And then like uh Spencer is now one hundred percent on the Noel's no A train. No question about it. She's like it was a Nolcon's pa- yeah. it was Nolcon's party where those photo booth pictures got stolen. He was she there that night. She was on a truck full of Bibles. Yeah. And Arya's like, hey, uh, you know, it's interesting, bitch, because, like, 20 minutes ago, you were 100% convinced it was Toby. Yeah. And Spencer's just like, that's not important right now. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't get in my way, bitch. Mm-hmm. Do not get in my way right now. Don't, do not, do not get in front of this train. You'll get mm-hmm. run over. Yeah, um, kind of starting to set up the, it's interesting because, so, you get the impression that Spencer and Allison really had their, their bitch face moments because they could challenge each other. Yeah. And you get the impression that, it's now slowly beginning between Arya and Spencer. They're not becoming enemies, but they're sizing each other up. On a I'd say level. they're the two like leaders. Yeah, I yeah. mean Spencer's yeah. unquestionably the leader, but like if they're if she had a lieutenant, it would be Arya. Well, don't tell Arya that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arya's like, I prefer to think of myself as an S two. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, don't don't try to play five man band with Arya. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna give her or anything. <laughs> Arya's like, I'm all of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Including the big guy. Um so later Spencer Spencer and Arya are talking about the Ezra thing. And Spencer is almost disgusted that Arya met Ezra in a bar. She's like, You met him in a bar? And Arya's like, Well, it's more of a pub. I mean Spencer's, Spencer's about like, to spit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you, okay, now do you want to say the line of the episode? 
Uh, you know, I didn't write it down, but from memory, she says, part of me thinks this is all like really messed up, but most really of me thinks it's self-destructive behavior. Really self-destructive behavior, but most of me thinks it's just really hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Arya's just like, don't make fun of me. And Spencer's just like, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> She's like, you, like, you don't even know how into it I am. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Spencer's got like a lady boner thinking about it. Mm hmm. Um, she's swelling up. Yeah. Um, this is the conversation is happening while they're going to see. They're going to go find the tree. tree. Yeah. Because Arya hasn't got to see it yet. And they find out that it's been cut down. <laughs> hey, cut the tree down. Which, now, now, how do we think this went down? Did, did A farm this out to a contractor? Or did they just like head out there with like a chainsaw or like a, a hatchet or something and just like lumberjack it? That, that's the thing is that, is that I mean, because I'm a viewer, but like at this point, when I was first watching this show, I'm like, A is omniscient. Mm-hmm. I mean, this bitch is powerful. A like, runs over Hannah, gets out of the car, runs off, and then he's like, shit, I gotta go chop that tree down. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. do they have another again, car somewhere? Like, do they use a chainsaw? Then again, this is like, 48 72 hours later so ace has some time. this is like the next day isn't it this is like there this is like the next so day after the, the next day maybe saturday night can't moan mm-hmm. saturday night this is like monday afternoon okay so yeah it's been like 48 been hours yeah a-, a doesn't have to move too fast with these girls these girls are too self-obsessed to be following clues the next day i just like the picture a having to like run back over to the like the kissing rock or wherever that was and is brought like a uh, like the chainsaw will be too loud, so she just has to use a big ass axe and like cut the fucking tree <laughs> down, and then not only cut it down, but like get it out of there, you know? Like wrap some chains around and just drag that thing. Yeah, wasn't uh, enough to just maybe like cut out the part that said Allison plus Ian, you know? <laughs> just cut the whole yeah. tree down. But like you said, so so then Arya and Spencer go back to Spencer's place because that really is the Batcave, mm-hmm. and um, this scene. Is not only fantastic, but like to, if you really examine how the sausage is made, like at this point, these characters, like these writers, know these characters so well. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about how they're going to go eventually visit the hospital and they're going to fill in, you know, their uh, their imaginary selves. Hannah and, and Emily. Will oh, Arya, Arya says a tree, Spence, an entire tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Spencer just. Opens up. I, 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 this is not important, but I love it because she opens yeah. up the fridge and pulls out two bottles of champagne. Well, she's like, huh, what are these? Cranberry juice would have been fine. So that would have been fine with cranberry juice. And then if you if you really watch closely Arya's face when she says that, like after she says it, she kind of flashes this like conspiratorial grin. Like, all right, I'm down for some champagne right now. You know? I don't know why we're getting smashed yeah. champagne, but I can dig it. And, so and then, then Ian walks in. Ian walks in and just like grabs the champagne from Spencer, like she was like holding like it out for him. You know, like, oh, thank you for holding that. Yeah, um, and he wants them to come outside to celebrate. So which Spencer says, "I like to know what I'm celebrating before I drink to it." So which he says, "You don't have to celebrate to drink champagne. It's very old-fashioned thinking." Yeah, <laughs> which is like. He's correct. The champagne is great, but also it's like kind of bitchy to kind of put Spencer in her place like that. Yeah, yeah which is all he does. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that Melissa and Ian got married. On the Spencer through this whole scene, she's she's shocked and not saying much, but everything she says is like kind of an accusatory question, you know. And like Melissa is like somewhat oblivious to this. She's just like, you know, Spencer's like, do mom and dad know? Like, what the hell? And Melissa's just like, oh, it's great. I know you're going to be so supportive of this, right? You know? I mean, her initial reaction is, what the what? 
and then it's just stunned. But she's, it's like there's been an explosion. She's been thrown clear, but she's grabbing at things. Like she's trying not to be completely blown away by this. And Melissa, like, I don't know if Melissa is legitimately saying like this is how we well is she legitimately like uh are you helping me with the parents or if she's say or if she's holding it over spencer like the guilt yeah like is she how how dialed in is she to like spencer's face during the scene you know like tori devito really is like lady moriarty Mm -hmm. like she's that good um one of the great details is in the middle of the scene after she's like dropped this bomb and spencer's just like staring mouth open (laughs) Arya says congratulations Yeah. Yeah. Ah. And so, and what's great is that, like, in Spencer's mind, when she's not believing that Toby is A and that Noel Khan is A, she also believes that Ian killed Allison. And so now, like, the killer has literally just married her sister. Yeah. 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 So it's like, it's another nefarious role that Ian has taken on and brought into her life. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's at this point with this storyline that, it kind of ceases to be solely like lead Lucy Hale's show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Troy and Belsario, like, like, cause that, that's su- such a major kind of development. The, the prime suspect of Alice, Allie's murder is now married to Spencer's sister. Yeah. Um, so the ending, um, is the four girls together back in Hannah's hospital room where and, Hannah uh, says, so the whole tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they kept bringing that up. And the girls start to consider the option. Well, first, they're, they're smartly enough. They're asking, "Well, like, why would A show us this clue and then mm-hmm. take it away like that?" Because A is fucking with you. Yeah, but so they start to determine: Does A have a split personality, or could A and Allison's killer be two separate people? Which, to me, from when I first started watching the show, that seemed to me to be clear. It almost seemed like A was. Like knew who Ali's killer was, and it was like working their own game to either reveal or hide it. You know, well, so this this episode makes it especially interesting because you've got that that Allison's killer and Egg could be two different people, and maybe just maybe Allison is also still alive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And hates A. Mm-hmm. So like, there's like two potential like villains working separately. Yeah. Um. So then the girls discover, and I I absolutely love this reveal that <laughs> A wrote on hannah's cast yeah i can't remember if it's like spencer or who notices it but there it might have been emily they're just looking down you know talking to hannah around her bed and one of them notices written right on her cast on her leg on her own body there a wrote down sorry about losing my temper my bad love a so earlier you know we've seen we've seen the four liars we've seen ashley we've heard that sean's visited Obviously, other people have visited. We've well, seen we, Mona. We've before seen we get to suspects, let me just add the A tag here. So the last scene is uh, presumably it's A, or maybe it's a killer. Who knows? Somebody is burning that log that says Allison plus Ian on it in a fireplace. In a very fancy fireplace. Yes. Um, and so, so yeah, suspects, theories. Um. So Mona's been to visit. Luke's been to visit. Lucas specifically pointed to all the signatures on, on Hannah's cast and says, this looks like the Declaration of Independence here. Well, he was also kind of around more than you realize. Like, the way they put yeah. him there in that first scene, like, yeah. even though, like, the camera never focused on him, like, if you're paying attention, you're like, oh, there's Lucas in the background. Well, so, you know, they're asking some questions before they really see the thing about all the signatures. And Hannah, you know, she's been on some drugs. She's been asleep. She's in the hospital. It's a very strange situation. And she says, people have been in and out. So have I. 
And then Emily gets the crown for the stupidest question of all, because she says, did somebody come in here while you were asleep? <laughs> and Hannah starts freaking out when she realizes the A is written on her leg and wants it like r- like washed off. But just the the content of that message. Sorry about losing my temper. My bad. Love yeah. A. Yeah. Like there really is this feeling that like, like A doesn't actually want to kill them. She just wants to play with them, you know? Certainly not Hannah anyways. Um, we won't get into it because I think we talked about this before, but this was the episode when I first watched it where I solidified you had your my theories. theory. Yeah. My, my theory about who A was, was, was in my mind solidified. And it's, a, there's a moment earlier in the episode that I don't want to bring up because mm-hmm. I don't want to talk That's about it. That's fine. Theory. Yeah. We don't, uh, we don't remember anything because uh, we, we both guessed fairly quickly who, who the eventual A would be. Yeah, but um, the uh, the bit where they're showing the fire, like, could that be like a romantic fire that Melissa and Ian might be having? Hmm. It's a, yeah. I mean, this could this could be because we know like a it fireplace in the revamped barn. It couldn't have been Toby, oh, at I least see. for that. Like, and there, there's all these things where you have to do the math. It's like, well, maybe they could have done this, but how would they have done that? And if you if you add a second person into it, like a team. Then suddenly it becomes much easier, you know? Well, and so the, the door is open there because they're implying that A and Allison's kill are two separate people who are working against each other. But mm-hmm. the thing is, by that logic, there's there could be two separate people. Yeah. Whether or not they're working against each other, whether or not one of them is A and the other is Allison's killer, there could be two separate people. The door is open for that kind of thinking. Which, you know, for the person who's watching the show for the first time, doesn't tell you a whole lot. It just mm-hmm. tells you what you don't know is that you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, was it Noel Khan after all? Did he bug out, you know, Hannah's room? Yeah, is that creepy yeah. teddy bear? Lucas seems pretty creepy all of a sudden. Yeah. I did actually and look has, to see, like, it could have been. Logical expertise. Has tech, tech expertise. I looked, it couldn't have been Ezra's car. That hit Hannah because like the car gets damaged, so like that definitely wasn't Ezra. Um, but maybe switch cars. I mean, who knows? Well, they do imply that it's a stolen car. That's probably yeah. somebody's car. From it's somebody's there. car from there. Yeah, yeah. But the big, the big thing there that I don't think you really think about until you think about it later is that A drives the car away, parks it, then runs back to Camp Mona because obviously he was somebody there. Yeah. there. yeah. Um. I don't know that we're necessarily done yet, but the uh, next episode is called Salt Meets Wound. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Melissa and Ian would say, well, we were getting married that night. We mm-hmm. weren't there. But, like, well, they make a convenient alibi for each other, you know? Were they getting married that night or were they getting married, like, that Monday during the chance practice? Who knows? You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But also, they're married. They can't testify against each other. Mm-hmm. That's a law. Mm-hmm. It's not, not actually a law, but. Lawyered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This show, like I said, it went from here to <laughs> up here. It really went to the next level. And I think a lot of that is the plot line with Ian is so uncomfortable, but like enjoyably so. You know, like yeah. Spencer is, she's going to lose her mind with this guy in the it's, same it's house. It's also with her. that scene of Allison, too. The scene of Allison, too. Yeah. That, that takes it to the next level. It's like, wait, is Allison even alive? And like, the right mix of like uh 
kind of vague dialogue without like it feeling like it's just cheating, you know? Right. Well, I think as a viewer, you should be obsessed with the, you already know what happened to me. Yeah. Like four yeah. of you combined. Well, I'm obsessed anytime Allison shows up. Like we've, we've seen all these like flashes of her, like, you know, Spencer thought she saw Allison in the first episode. Uh, Emily a couple times has thought that she's seen her. Mm-hmm. And like now, like there's like this whole conversation that takes place that may or may not have actually been real, you know? Like, yeah. I, I like the way she like seeps back into their lives. Well, like I said earlier, uh, she's gone, but she's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Telling the truth to the wrong person at the wrong time is how she ended up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we love this episode. Give it an A+. Plus. <laughs> we give every episode an A+. Plus, though. <laughs> this episode is especially good. And I, I have to say, without giving anything away, we're about to enter just a tremendous stretch of episodes where they, they just nail it over and over again. I think they they figured out like every scene in this episode is pretty important. I think they figured out how not to have like filler, you know, like right. all these scenes kind of move the story forward in one way or another for the girls. Well, and plus they've got they they've got a great handle on who these girls are and what makes them all unique. And like I said, it's just little things are to me just absolutely delicious. Just like the stuff with the when when Spencer pulls out two bottles of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> like any of these girls in, in combination together are wonderful. Well, maybe not like Hannah and Emily. I don't know. That might be kind of snooze work. Hannah, Hannah can be fun. Yeah, Hannah can be fun. Emily, you know. <laughs> well, Emily so far has been saddled with kind of like the most uh, kind of serious and dramatic storyline of the four. But you know what, though? Like, like compare and contrast Hannah coming out to her dad, mm-hmm. Jack McPhee from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Let me go ahead and give uh, Emily the edge there. Yeah, without a doubt. But I mean, like, all, like, this shows really good. Like, it gives even, like, the tertiary, like, characters who are all one note, like, something to do. But pretty Lucas much, you, you learn edges. more about Lucas. You learn more yeah. about Mona. Mona's uh, got, like, a softer side of sorts. Yeah. Ian and Melissa, we've got, you know, we don't know what they're up to, but they're on our radar now. But you know um, that there's more to them. There. Oh, I forgot to mention, there was, like, a brief scene where, like, Ezra's just, like, he's in his classroom, like, staring out at the sunset or something, because that's what you do when you're Ezra. And then he leaves, and we see that Noel Khan has been, like, spying on him. So, that obviously, very strange Noel Khan... He, he Sorry, steps out to the hallway. It's, mm-hmm. it's after hours, seemingly. Like the, the school should be empty. He steps out in the hallway. The hallway's dark. He hears a noise, and he kind of has this, like, like, I knew it smirk or something on his face <laughs> like he knows more than what's going on there and then he he walks off down the hallway and we pan down and there's no con behind a corner waiting for him or watching him or something no con seems to have uh probably went to a park bench and like did some heavy thinking and thought to himself why am i swearing on my feelings for somebody who doesn't want to be with me you know yeah yeah it's sure shit handling it a lot better than uh lucas mm-hmm Noel doesn't get mad. He gets even. Yeah. 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 No con, like, maybe would have been a good match for Arya in a different universe. Well, I, I, I think as we mentioned in the past, they'd be good accessories for each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, uh, shall I wrap this up? 
Oh, I think, yeah, I think we've... The next episode is Salt Meets Wound. Which it's... just sounds like a the perfect kind of title for a pretty little large episode. Oh, it sounds vicious. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, looking forward to it. Alright, until then. Peace.